Well, well, well. Look who's back. Hi. Ravi, that's Ravi, ladies and gentlemen, after a, a week in Vegas. He is back with us here on 222 with Mike and Ravi. Lots of stuff to get into today, and I think uh, the main portion, the uh, the main course, if you will, the stake of today's show will be your trip out to Las Vegas, hoping there is a story or two to tell us. I got a few. And I can imagine you have a few because I look at you and you look like you just got back yesterday and you got back uh, five days ago. Yeah, I'm beat. Yeah, six days ago. You got back last Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Last Saturday morning. Yep. Saturday morning. Yep. And, and you still look like you just stepped off a plane. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted. I just cannot catch my breath and can't sleep right, and I just think it it's just its bad. Here's the part that we're at now as Americans. We go on these vacations, and these vacations are so go, 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 yep. that we come back from vacation, and we actually worked harder and, ex- and exerted ourselves more on vacation than we do during our regular daily lives, and you come back from vacation literally beat up. Yeah, it, it's, it's rough. I mean... I, I feel like I need a vacation after the vacation. Yes, that's I mean, that's what I always said when you come back from a place like Walt Disney World. Yeah, especially if you want to try to see all the parks and do everything in the week, you are like scheduling it out. Especially now the way they have to get fast passes and you have to schedule your fast passes three months in advance. So everything is basically planned, which I am not a fan of. But till you get there, get all your stuff done, go on this shuttle bus, get on another shuttle bus, do the park hopper, go back to your uh, hotel, sleep, and then do it all over again each and every day. You feel like total crap by the time you get home uh, after a week. Yeah, and, and my wife is very she she's go 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 go. Yes, go, Julie's go. the same way. And I you know I like to mix a little pool yeah. in there. Yeah, I like to mix a little like you know just let's people watch for a little bit. Let me get my gelato, you know. But it's like oh like I'm not a go 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 go. I don't mind go go going, but what I don't like is I don't like things planned. Like yeah. I like it to be a little more. Lax, a little yeah. more laid back. Like, where do you want to go today? Do you want to? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? I don't know. I don't like to have every day planned out. But uh, like the Disney thing, you got to Vegas. You can kind of play it a little bit more by year, unless you have uh, dinner reservations or something like and that. And the group of people that I was with, we set a dinner and we're like or breakfast. So what's the plan for today? You know, what do you want to do? And then I got crickets, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Just, you got to be the guy. That's like every time uh, we try to set up dinner with my parents. Uh, where do you want to go? Well, I don't care. Where do you guys want to go? Julie, where do you want to go? I don't care. Wherever you want to go. <laughs> and then I'm the one who's picking dinner for like seven people, and I don't want that stress in my life. I don't want that pressure because what if dinner stinks, Robbie? What if it's not good? Well, yeah, then it's your fault. Yeah, so That's why they don't want to make that decision because then it falls on me if it sucks. Yeah. And I don't like that. No. You're a born leader, Robbie Lessing. That's what it is. It is. It's true. It's you, you know. It's a, it's your burden. It's your cross to bear. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. I just. It, that's my shoulders hurt all the time. Lots of stuff to get into. It's good. Thank goodness your back is smooth. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll see how that worked out for you uh, after the waxing you took. Literal waxing on episode number nine. This is episode number eleven. We're gonna have a lot of fun today. We got our snacks. Uh, did you? Uh, you listened to last week's podcast, right? I did. And I want to thank. Uh, cat uh, for you know filling in she did a great job she did a great job did you get all the way to the very end did you hear the little secret uh portion on the end i love the bonus at the end <laughs> yeah well. i love that i think that was great it's almost like the extra features on a blu-ray yeah we had a little uh, loved it. a little extra addition there as kate was sure that mm-hmm. she did not tell me 
that she was, or I didn't tell her she had to bring a snack, and I, I was sure I did, and I was able to track it down, and we threw it on the end there. On the plane, I actually said, I know he said that out loud, <laughs> and Leah looks at me over the and she says, what? I'm like, just listen to the podcast, you'll get it. I know I said it. I know you did. And I did say it. Hopefully, if you uh, you might have turned it, uh, turned it off right when the music started to end last week's podcast. If you did, go back uh, real quick, pause this one, and go back and just <laughs> listen to the last four minutes of last week's podcast and you'll see what we're talking yeah, about Yeah, good stuff very funny all right uh robbie is here kate is gone but i'm sure she'll be visiting us once again lots of stuff to get into today this is 222 and it gets underway right now Friday afternoon. Thanks for joining us. 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie. I'm Mike. He's Robbie. Two guys, two snacks, two drinks. We have the two guys this week. We've got the two snacks and we have two drinks as well. We'll get to those coming up in just a little bit as uh, Robbie has returned from the great city of Las Vegas. I love it. (laughs) I'm the same way. I I, love it. I love it out there. I want to go back and Julie has, uh, I would say nearly zero interest in going back it's it, you either love it or you hate it yeah there's no medium there's no eh, it's okay i might go back it's you hate it or see love i it. don't think she hates it mm-hmm. she just doesn't love it the way i do i love it i love it, it I, I mean there's there's places you love like i love that place yeah i like there's if i only had if i could only go to two places on vacation for the rest of my life i would be pretty happy with las vegas and Walt Disney World, yeah, which are the two polar opposites. Yeah, but I would be happy if I could only go to those two places for the rest of my life. I mean, you get off the plane and it's just you feel magic. It's a different atmosphere in it, both places. It, 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 yeah, exactly. I mean, you walk off that plane, you just see mountains and casinos. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just it, well, oh. not it, it goes beyond that. It's flying in. It's mm-hmm. when you fly in. If you fly in, even if it's if it's at night or during the day, it doesn't matter. If it's at night, you get the uh, you get the visual of just the lights appearing out of nowhere. But if it's during the day, it's almost more awe inspiring because you see desert, 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 and then there's this literal oasis, yep. which is just out there in the middle of absolute nowhere, and you're just like, how does that city survive? Right there, because it's just by itself. It, it It is so foreign to everything we have here on the East Coast, where it's just kind of towns here, mm-hmm. towns there. When there, it's just desert and city, and that's all you got. And, you know, I, I, I think just stupid stuff, just sitting there, and I'm like, wow, how do they get water here? Yeah, I'm thinking what, the same thing. I mean, how many trucks does it take? Like, these, this, look at all this shrimp on this buffet. How do they get this <laughs> shrimp here? I mean, and there's like 90 buffets, and, and, and it's just... 
it it just blows your mind. And how can they sell it for ninety nine cents? Oh yeah, like it's not like they're uh, picking it out of the ocean and throwing it on the table. Like there is some transportation needed for this shrimp. And I was talking to the guy at the buffet because I don't know it's what I do. I guess you're chatting, <laughs> you're chatting up the buffet. <laughs> and guy. he goes, "Well, you know, California is not that far away." Yeah, I'm like, well, I guess you're right, but I it's mean, still got to get here. I mean, yeah, it's not really like fresh, fresh seafood. Hey, I guess mean, what? New Jersey's not that far away either, and we're still paying an arm and a leg yeah, for a salmon. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and it's probably not the freshest thing either. No. So. I mean, if you haven't gone, you have to say you've gone. You have to go. And it's an inexpensive vacation. It really is. It's not that expensive. No, you can go. If you if you want to, you can do it uh, on the download. You can you can spend as much money uh, on amenities in, vaca- mm-hmm. uh, in Las Vegas on vacation as you want. If you want to spend a little, you can spend a little. If you mm-hmm. want to spend a lot, you can, by golly, spend a lot. And I figure now I'm going to write a book because I've been there five times and I feel like I know how to like do Vegas inexpensively. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, Vegas on the cheap yeah, by Robbie Lesson. I think so. So look for that on your bookshelves uh, about next summer. So <laughs> you think it's only going to take a year? Oh, no, probably take more than a year. No, someone else will write it for me. So it'll take about You'll six months. You'll get a ghostwriter. Exactly. You'll get a ghostwriter. Yeah. There you go. I yeah. like your thinking. Yeah. But it is a, a lot of fun. And the same thing with uh, uh, gambling. Even if you, we were talking about this before you get on the air here, but even if uh, you're not a big gambler, the best thing about Vegas is you can get lower limit tables. You yep. go to like Atlantic City or even the casinos here in Pennsylvania, as soon as like three o'clock rolls around, you're not finding anything under $15. You like do a cartwheel and start high-fiving people if somehow you find a $10 table. Yeah, I mean, and you you can even say, well, we're going to f- go with a group of people. We'll fill this table up for $10 yeah. and they'll be, nope, not going to not gonna lower the limit. Yeah. They, but they'll sit there with l- empty tables, yeah. which makes no sense. Makes no sense. They'll have a $50 table that one old lady's playing at yep. and that's it. Like, yep. how does that, you could get like 12 of us around a craps table playing $10 yep. craps, and you know you'd make a boatload of money off of us. And you know, this is why Atlantic City is pretty much obsolete. Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't know how the Pennsylvania casinos are doing or whatever, but I mean, Vegas has the, they have the ticket, man. They, they have the formula. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It's not their first rodeo. So no. you fly out there last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, Monday morning. We, two Mondays Monday ago. Morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, how was it? Like, you get in there. What's the first thing you guys do when you get to Las Vegas? We went to our hotel, dropped off our bags because we had, you know, four hours of check-in Yeah, you couldn't time. check in. We yeah. do the same thing uh, when we go on vacation and as well. we just walk the strip. That's all I you got to do. I just, we get outside Planet Hollywood because that's where we stayed, and we just get out there and we just... Yes, I mean, I, I literally went outside and went. <laughs> so you get outside your hotel. How long is it until you find an alcoholic beverage in your? Oh, hand? it wasn't long. Um, probably an hour and a half. We had a, a buffet, a brunch buffet. We got on Groupon for fifteen bucks a person. Gotta like it at the Flamingo. At the Flamingo, bottomless ba- Bloody Marys and mimosas. I saw your Facebook post. I had about picture and a half. <laughs> I mean, oh. the the food wasn't that great, but the mimosas were awesome. The mimosas were awesome. Yeah. Lots of, Lots champagne. of champagne. Easy on the OJ. Yep. So I felt that set the precedent for the week. Yeah. So I just drank champagne all week. Oh, you were a champagne guy. All week. Wow. I have never, ever in my life been a champagne guy. And out there, it's like five bucks a bottle. <laughs> it's, it's like, I just didn't care. It's like water. It's like Evian it here. It is. It's, five dollars yeah, a bottle like at ta- Wawa. Champagne comes out of the tap in my hotel room. It was great. <laughs> well, the weird part is it is carbonated water, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. But you had a great time. And uh, what was the first... Uh, thing that you did besides drinking early in the day that really set yourself off that like I'm on vacation I'm in Las Vegas 
it, it, it's like it's the same thing just going on the strip and walking around because I mean and you go in a buffet and it's just everything is bigger. Yeah, everything is just amazing. Everything is just bright and colorful and and that's when it sets in. I mean, as soon and literally as soon as you get off the plane because you get off the plane, there's slots everywhere. Yep, and it's like McCarran International Airport everywhere. It's like holy freaking crap. There's you can just start gambling right away, and it, then it is McCarran, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought I was losing my mind. No, you're right. Did you play a slot machine in the airport? Because I feel like I did that just to say I played a slot machine in the airport. I didn't because I feel you have a problem. <laughs> if you, I think you said that on the last podcast. Yeah. It is, it is very true. If you see these people that are, you know, like their shirts are disheveled, and their yeah. hair's all messed up. They, like, well, they're trying to break even. I gotta, I gotta get that, you know, fifteen hundred yeah. bucks I lost. That you know, I just who's really hitting at a. At the airport. Well, the uh, the guy in Ocean's Eleven did. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ocean's 13. Thirteen. I watched that last night. It was on. That's <laughs> such a good movie. It is such a good movie. I like Ocean's Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I I did it just so I could say I played. Because yeah. I don't play slot machines at all. So I did it just to say I could play a slot machine mm-hmm. in an airport. Because where else are you going to do that? Yeah. Nowhere it, nowhere. Else. nowhere else. So I know you uh, did a lot of stuff. What uh, When you look back on this trip to Vegas, what do you think is going to be your, your your memory? Like, what, what are the things that are going to stand out to you when you're telling the story uh, six months from now as this? This is what I did in Vegas the last trip. I really placed in third in the poker tournament. He played in the poker tournament. Yeah, it was, was pretty awesome. I've never placed in Vegas, so that was pretty cool. It was a pretty big payday. Very good. Um, so that was in forty-two people. So I got third out of forty-two. So it's really good. Yeah. I mean, um, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, see, I'm so jealous. It was awesome that you got to see Huey Lewis in the news because I I came on the show uh, one of the first episodes we did that I wanted to see Huey Lewis and just the fact that you got to see it. How how did he sound? Did he sound like uh, the old CDs? Yeah, it sounded. The band was great. I mean, the band the, the news, news was great, and he sounded the same. And and about maybe about an hour and a half, no breaks, no breaks. And they did acapella stuff and. And the Mandela Bay, that's where they played, in the pool concert. So the stage is in the middle of the pool, and it's all a beach. And you just bring a blanket or sit in the sand. It's very all. I mean, it's just pretty cool. So, well, did they do an encore? They did an encore. Power of Love. Power was of the, Love was, was the, the encore. Power of Love for the encore, yep. huh? Mm-hmm. And he said, the funny joke, he's like, if we knew that we wrote this song 26 years ago, we'd be playing this every day of our lives. We, you know, we would never have believed you that this song would be, you know, our staple they think this is the staple that's what he said huh because i would go i i would think that hip to be square would be the staple yeah that they played that early really yeah how about uh how about this one here i i need a new drug they played that that was low that was later on the evening and they made a joke they played some new music and they're like you know go get a beer yeah exactly so that's you know Eight dollars a beer. Eight dollars a beer. At that concert, I didn't drink. You didn't drink. No. <laughs> that one you can get a two dollar beer. Yeah, yeah. I can get a two dollar Paps at the ABC <laughs> store. I'm not drinking, you know, eight dollar Miller Lite. Get out of here. So Huey Lewis, one of the highlights, winning the poker tournament. Was there any shenanigans? At what point? Because there are there are a few things that can only happen in Vegas. Like you can see Huey Lewis maybe at Music Fest up in Bethlehem. You can win a poker tournament at the Hollywood Casino. Mm-hmm. What is something that happened to you that can only happen really in Vegas and maybe sometimes mm-hmm. like AC? Well, after I won the poker tournament, it's about three thirty in the evening. And let me tell you, the strip is a completely different place. It shifts a little bit. It's like it's right around three three thirty yeah. is where it really takes a different uh, characteristic. And, and it was scary. <laughs> Um, so I was at the Flamingo and we stayed at Planet Hollywood, which is probably like three blocks, maybe roughly, you know, maybe a mile or two. I don't know really. Cause the strip, the blocks are huge in Vegas. Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard to it's gain distances. Like yeah. when you, I would love to go there and, and or Disney. I keep saying those two places with my Fitbit now well, to see how much I actually walked. We walked over 40 miles in the week, in the week. I believe you. And it was, I mean, 
the nice thing is you don't gain any weight. You eat and drink all week, and you're walking so freaking much and sweating. You don't really gain any weight, so it's pretty cool. But at 3.30 in the morning, you know, I have a few hundred dollars in my pocket. Yeah, because so, you, did, you did okay. And, but the thing is, it's like, is someone like watching me? I mean, I know it's like small potatoes, yeah. but I'm walking down there, and and the ladies of the night, oh hello, are out. Yes, and uh, I'm I'm walking the working girls, the working girls. Yes, and uh, hey, they need to make a living. Too. There was this lovely, lovely woman walking in front of me, and um, she kept looking back. Let's say her name was Charity. Uh, I called her Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Uh, she, okay. She, she was um not paprika. No, she was uh, uh um uh, like a Tahitian uh, beauty. Garlic salt. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to go with other spices and then she turns around and i'm trying not to make eye contact yes right? and, I, and she says to by the me, way that's how i deal with all women <laughs> well yeah, yeah. i, I kind of played your approach i'm like looking down that was know? my dating strategy through most of my life i'm like if i put the most pissed off look on my face she's not going to talk to me <laughs> yeah. well the next thing you know she slows down and we're next to each other well that's now now she she wants to cheer you up yeah she thinks she's the she's going to turn that frown upside down yeah so it was actually backfired yes. on me so she says uh, hey what are you doing what you you look like you don't want me to talk to you you're so angry and i said oh she say hey baby no she didn't say that she was she was i think an upper class working lady. okay like a julia roberts maybe so she was attracted to an upper class gentleman that's right um and, and a, you know i had dumb written on my forehead apparently um and she says uh you know what are you doing i said well i'm tired i've been playing you know i was up for almost 24 hours playing a poker tournament and she goes um well, where are you headed i'm like go oh, back to my room and, <laughs> where are you heading and she goes well you want some company oh look out and i said well my wife might not like that and this is the kicker she, she said says, maybe she would she close she said you never know oh, until you try that's true <laughs> that's true and yet yet you went with the no thank you uh, well no were you were you uh, i said you don't know my wife <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to work. <laughs> not going to work. Not going to happen. And she, um, I said, you're very lovely. Yes. Oh, you're, and, you're so charming. And I said, uh, <laughs> and I said, you know, maybe if I was by myself. Different situation. Different situation. Different situation. I said, but thank you. And she actually opened the door for me to Planet Hollywood, walked me all the way to my hotel room or Planet Hollywood Casino. Yeah. Opened the door for me and said goodnight. Because if she walked you to your hotel room, well, you, I can't believe you weren't robbed the next well, day. Well, yeah. But, and she was very nice. Yeah. And, you know, what? And, did she have a business card of any kind? She didn't, but I got a picture of her. I did get a picture. You took of a her. selfie? No, I, I kind of got it when she was walking away. Well, I'll have to check no that one out would, later. No one would believe me. Yes. that this happened. So I took a picture of cinnamon. You should have asked for a uh, selfie. I should have. She probably would have charged me ten bucks. <laughs> it's been worth it. Yeah, probably. You had the cash. So that was that was you know that was my Vegas You're only in Vegas. Yeah, only in Vegas. Only story. in Vegas story. Yeah. So it. it uh. I remember you. You know when you whenever you no matter if you're playing poker or you're playing craps whenever you win big and you have to carry like a rack or two of chips somewhere. It is the most nerve-wracking thing because everybody goes to the cashier. So if they really want to find somebody, they can just stake out the cashier yeah. and see who's cashing out big and follow them. I remember one of the first times uh, I was playing uh, in a cash game down in Atlantic City. I had bought in for $120 and sat there for a good long time, probably eight, nine hours, and cashed out for over 1200 Wow. It was a good day. Wow, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I got hit overhead with the deck numerous times, and that's like two or three racks worth of $5 chips. Yeah. Because they don't color you up. You got $5 chips. You got to get to the cashier, and now I got to walk from the showboat poker room to the parking garage by myself. Oh, that, that's a dangerous that, that, So that I got on my cell phone, and I uh, you know, talked to Julie the entire time, because if I was going to get rolled, I was at least going to get rolled while I was on the phone so I could go you to know, Julie, call the police, call the police. <laughs> I don't know what she would have done when we were living in Winmore at the time when I was in Atlantic City, but so that was my entire uh, wow. strategy for not getting like, you know, 
uh, assaulted while carrying around twelve hundred bucks. Scary. This it's trip a scary is move. scary. And you never think about that stuff. Like you could have twelve hundred dollars in your pocket and walk down the strip or walk to your car and not think much of it. Yep. But if you cash out. And then someone sees you like it's in the back of your mind because you see all these movies and people always say, now you be careful. And if yeah. they don't, they put it in your mind, man. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking around like uh, like you're in a, a conspiracy theory movie, like 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 the walls are watching you. Yeah. And even our poker tournament wasn't I mean, it was I think it was like 600, 600, 500, 300, something of like that, like a little yeah. over those. And I mean, at the end, they have you fill out this paperwork. Well, you have to for tag. And, yeah, and it's just like you fill out this paperwork and this big production they have, and they put your name on the board, and it's like, oh my god, you know, I don't want people knowing I'm winning any. I mean, it's not that much, but still, I don't want yeah. people knowing that I'm winning and walking home with a you know pocket full of cash. But you know. Whatever. It was neat. I like. I did like the fact that you texted me as you I were did. right after it was over because you knew I was getting to work. Yep. And you texted me to yep. let me know you got third, so that was yep. pretty cool. Yeah, I thought, well, Mike's up. Might as well text him. I couldn't, I couldn't brag to anyone else because everyone else is in bed <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But this sucker's up. <laughs> this sucker who wishes he could be here is up. Let me just uh, let me just dangle this in front of his face. <laughs> this working man's up. Yeah, yeah what a jerk. Yeah, but see, so you win the poker tournament, you get, uh, you know, you get tracked down by a lady, and mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. offers her services to you. Mm-hmm. You politely turn her down. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the rest of the week? Anything else stand out? Uh, we uh, we saw the Michael Jackson Circus Soleil, which was pretty amazing. That all that Circus Soleil stuff. Here's the thing with the Cirque du Soleil for me: uh, the shows are too long. Yeah. Like I'm very impressed with how bendy you are. I'm very impressed how good you are at jumping on uh, trampolines, and I'm super impressed that you, bald dude, can lift another bald dude <laughs> and like hold your hold him over your head. That's very impressive. But like at the hour and a half mark, I'm out. Yeah, this one, thank God, was only ninety minutes. Oh, see, they, the one I and, when we saw it felt like three hours. Yeah, this one was ninety minutes, and it was Michael Jackson music. So I don't know, I'm a fan, and it was very cool. They're moonwalking down the walls and up on the ceilings. Like and, the way they do that stuff is it's absolutely amazing. Now, amazing. I was I was sitting next to a lady who was very rude and singing every Michael Jackson song, oh. and every song was her jam. She smacked me in the face twice with she was clapping so wildly. So I'm I was pretty. Did you hold it together though? I did hold it together, but my the three friends I was with, including yeah. my wife, well, she's a friend, I guess, and she, they're all laughing at me because they see all this, and I'm making comments like three thousand people in this freaking auditorium, and this woman sits next to me, and she's smacking me in the face, and, her, and she had like Chantilly perfume on, and it was a bad experience. See, I feel like it's okay to sing at a concert, yeah, but not that's a show, that's not a concert. Like if you're at the Huey Lewis show and you want to be singing along to yeah. Huey, mm-hmm. that's a different scene. Exactly, that's a different scene. Billie Jean came on, and I think she almost hit the freaking. Jean. and she's and she's doing this and smacking smacking her and, and it's the loudest annoying clap you've ever heard and she smells so if you're listening to this lady in vegas i don't like you she was but she was she she was part of the show man she was she was part of the show and it, it there it is there she and, she, and she's jumping out of her seat and she hasn't come on robbie and she's smacking me in the face she's going woo! this is my show it's my jam did she actually say this is my jam she did every song <laughs> And my three friends who were with me can attest for it. Yes. Every song. Oh, this is my jam! This is our jam. Every song. So. This isn't bringing back, like, post-traumatic stress. It is. And I named her Sharonda. Sure. Just because that's what I felt her name was. All right. You do it. You do whatever it is you got to do. It popped in my head. I'm gonna that's leave what, that alone. And that's what I called her, and 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 she was, she was, she was living life. Good. She was having a good time. Exactly. She was in Vegas. Exactly. Maybe so. you should have just danced with her. I should have. I should have sat in her lap or something. Maybe she should have been the Jennifer, her, the Jennifer Grady, your Patrick Swayze. I, well, that would have been that. Would've been. <laughs> 
That's a pitcher. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that, that, a little dirty dancing. Should have did it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. My jam. <laughs> this is my jam too. <laughs> we could have bonded. Just have a moment. <laughs> All right, so, so you, but you had fun. Uh, it was, yeah, it was great. Good, and I don't think I think it's gonna be probably one of our last, you know, times for Vegas. Yes, in the near future, you know, with trying for you know children, <laughs> and pretty much my life will be over. You seem so depressed right now, folks. My last Vegas trip. I don't look. If it makes you feel better, I don't know when I'm ever going to Vegas again. Well, so. I feel that since you know they don't want to go. Yeah, I think we should go. We should go. I mean. Why not? It just seems fair. I think we should do a show on location or something. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Yeah, because what I want to do is fly almost across the country <laughs> and take all this nonsense with we, me. We have techno. We can do it on our phones we, or something. We can just do, be very short yeah, shows. Yeah, Facebook Live at, yeah, we, on the Strip. We'll Facebook Live on the Strip <laughs> with your friend. We'll, ch- we'll chase her down. Yeah, Cinnamon. We'll find Cinnamon, Paprika, whatever the heck yeah. her name was, and we'll yeah. chase her down and get her to be a guest on the show. But uh, go go to Vegas, people. Yeah, it's fun. Go to Vegas. It's a good time. It's a great time. I will tell you that uh, the chances of me going on a solo uh, excursion are pretty slim, only because I did find out that I do have a solo excursion in my uh, future coming up in April. Oh. Uh, I know people who have gotten... Some practice round tickets to the Masters, and uh, I'm going down on the Monday for the Monday practice round. So I'm going to be walking the grounds of Augusta National. Wow, look at you. And that's beginning of April, right? April 4th is the, or 3rd, whatever that Monday is, is the day I will be walking Augusta National. I will have a solo trip, probably plan that, 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 that'll be my last trip ever, probably. Yes. Yeah. Where are you going? In April. Uh, I'm going to go to see WrestleMania, I think. You want to see WrestleMania? In, in Orlando. That's probably, the sa- probably the day after I'll be, uh, yeah, I will be uh, walking Augusta and you'll be going to WrestleMania. It's Orlando and it's flight, you can get $89 flights to Orlando. Southwest it? Yep. And I'm, and, and, and my, uh, our friends have a timeshare in Orlando. There you go. Free room. So I think I got to do it. You got to do it. And Lee doesn't want to go, so. <laughs> Are you going to find someone else to go with you, or are you just going to get one ticket to WrestleMania? Probably just one ticket. Just one ticket? Yeah, yeah. You'll go by yourself. Oh, well, uh, Steph and Joe. Joe. Okay. They're, okay. It's their timeshare, so they want to go, too. I got you. I'm not. <laughs> I thought you were just going to fly down there by Because I'm sorry, as much as I, 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 I enjoy wrestling and I love you, uh, that would be a sad story. Like, if you're just flying down to Orlando by yourself, <laughs> and you're going by yourself, to WrestleMania, that would be a little depressing. I'd find a friend. <laughs> you'd find a wrestling friend. Uh, yeah. You'd find just walk around. Do you find someone else with that green belt? Yeah, I'd be like Sasha. Remember when you took your picture with me? You're Can the be boss. My friend. You're yeah. the boss. All right. But so, uh, anything else you want to share about your Vegas? No, trip? we're good. You good? I'm good. We'll yeah. get better because you look. You just look tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> feel bad i asked you to go to the fight and fill the game no tonight. i want to i just i need some liquor i you think need, that's what you need i do well let's get to our uh, snacks yeah. and our drinks of the day we'll uh, start with your drink you uh, kind of concocted something for us yeah um i i i have a soda stream uh maker i'm sure you guys have seen that in we actually have one. Oh, you do okay yeah, now here's the thing mm-hmm. i uh I, we kind of have gone away from it we've kind of stopped using it uh, mine is in the bar of my house and i use it mostly for tonic and it's the best Red Bull for Red Bull and vodka and, and Jaeger bombs and things like that. It's like, and, and I've never actually tried the Coke. I have I had a full Coke and I didn't know what to bring. And I was looking at the bar. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a try. They say it's the, it's actually better for you. It's no artificial sweeteners and it has no high fructose. Blah blah blah. So this isn't diet. This is the this high is test. The, this is the high test. I know you're a diet guy. I'm so a diet guy. I only pour you a little bit. That's okay. I do like because you and I are both carbonation guys. I do like the carbonation. And I can control the amount. So I actually pump it. With with more carbonation because yeah. I like the carbonation. I always did the same trick too where I would go high carb. I, not carbs like uh, sugar. I would go high carbonation. It's actually, I think it's it, I think it's better because it's not very sweet. It's not like that sickening 
You're right. It's not for, as far as a like high test cola goes. Like if you're comparing this to the Mexican Coke we had not too long ago, it doesn't even compare in sweetness. I, I it's not too bad to me. It's it's good. I, I again, I have trouble with it because I can tell it's not diet. Yeah. It's just sweeter than I'm used to. And uh, I mean, I could probably put two more pumps of carbonation in there. I only I put four. You're supposed to put three. So I think I gotta even bump that up. My problem with the Soda Stream is the bottles don't hold the carbonation as much as you would have liked them to hold them. Yeah, it, it, it you tends got about to go week. flat right yeah, away. Yeah, you got about a week. I would say that's probably even giving it like yeah too much. You know, oops. And uh, you got uh, some snacks. <laughs> I'm just a freaking mess. You are, you just, are having some problems. I'm just a freaking so, uh, mess. So this is the uh, Diefenbach stuff, right? No, this is... Is it? Is it by Diefenbach? I believe so. Oh, one potato, two potato? By Diefenbach, yeah. Oh, I didn't... Uh, Let me check it out. Go ahead. It's a Hawaiian barbecue. Hawaiian They're, barbecue from Diefenbach, uh, from a one potato, two potato, and maybe they're, not. And they're like no GMO, no, um, you know, all that organic stuff. Yeah, you same know. company out of Wumblesdorf, Pennsylvania. Okay, they, so, they kind of have their own separate one potato oh, snacks, neat. but it is, I believe, uh, it is a, uh, it is from the Diefenbach company. And I got these at uh, actually the Reading uh, Market, Farmer's Market. Okay. So I figure, you know, what the heck? Let's give them a try. It's the one potato, two potato, kettle potato chips, high Hawaiian barbecue. Uh, I believe these are supposed to be a little bit better for you than regular potato chips. Um, and they're, I mean, you know, here's the problem. We always say this with barbecue. Barbecue tastes like barbecue. Barbe- I, yeah. What's, what makes this Hawaiian? Yeah, I can't taste anything of Hawaiian. I thought maybe some onion in there or something. Nah, it just tastes like barbecue. They're good. I mean, but nothing like, you know. Yeah, they taste like barbecue. Mm-hmm. So... Now, if you had to compare these to the Utz Yingling barbecue chips that we had, which ones do you like better? Because to me, I'm going to tell you right now, they almost taste exactly the same. Yeah, I like the crunch of these better. I like the. I'm a big kettle crunchy, you know. As am I, I. You know, and, and you and I are both like the hard pretzel, you know, the sourdough and like the crunch. So I like the crunchy crunchiness. I think I like the Yingling a little better. I don't know why. But I like the crunch of these better. So, so you'd like the Yingling seasoning, seasoning yes. on these mm-hmm. potato chips. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, good. I mean, we got very good. Yeah. No complaints there on these Mm-mm. chips. Nope. I can tell you what. I can already say that I'm going to like your snack more than I like my snack. Uh oh. We'll get to my snack here in just a second. But first, we have my drink, and I was trying to come up with something interesting to get. So I went to one of our local places, and have you ever seen one of these before? I have never seen one this of This is a giant 32-ounce can, and you've heard of growlers, right? Mm-hmm. The glass refillable bottles you can get your beer in. Well, this is a crowler. So this uh, is just a can without a lid that they then have a fastener, and they put a lid on it after they put draft beer inside the can for you. Wow. So it's like a single-serve and one-time-use only growler that... Uh, bars and uh, six-pack places now use on a semi-regular basis. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is pretty <clears throat> awesome. I mean, the thing is, I always forget to bring my growler. I should just keep it in my car because I feel like I drive past these breweries all the time and I don't, you know. Yep. But that's, this is pretty ingenious. So what this is, this is a Lagunitas Stupid Wit, which was described to me hmm. uh, as a weedy, excuse me, a hoppy wheat beer. Oh, so if you like wheat beers, which mm-hmm, I do, and too. I like hoppiness, mm-hmm. which I do, uh, this should be the best of both worlds. We got a little bit of a hoppy wheat yeah. beer, and plus Lagunitas, uh, a very, very solid brewery. Hmm. Now I did not look it up on Untapped, okay, which I probably should have done because I was just kind of window shopping when I got it, and it just kind of sounded good. And the guy gave me a, a two second. Uh, and this was at the barley. This was at Barley Mo. Yep, okay. uh, and it just sounded. It just sounded. Oh, it smells good. Like it was very good. So I'm going to look it up here on Untapped real quick. Lagunitas, which is always fun to spell. Lagunitas. And uh, this is the Stupid 
Witt, S-T-O-O-P-I-D-W-I-T. I I know you're taking some swigs over there. What do you think? Okay. Well, that's that's not a good start. No, no, no. I'm not a hoppy. You know, I I don't like like extreme hop because I think it just is too bitter for me. However, the wheat, I feel, balances. Kind of cuts it a bit. Yeah, and I really like this. Really like it. See, I don't know if you look. You like the hoppy. See, I like it. No, I like it too. It oh, is good. very, okay. very good. I'm going to give this uh, high marks on yeah. that tap because this is very. I'm going to give this. Well, I'll tell you my rating right now. Okay. We usually go through all the ratings after mm-hmm. we taste everything. Uh, I'm going to give this a, a solid four out of five on Untapped. I agree. I think it is very, very good. It's light, mm-hmm. but it still has that hoppiness. Sometimes you get the hoppy beers, like I like the IPAs and stuff, and they're a little heavy. Yeah. This is light, it's crisp, it's very weedy, and it's very hoppy. It's a great mix. And I could drink this all night. Yes. You know what I mean? A hot day, sitting on the deck by the fire at night when it gets a little cooler, you drink this all day. Yeah. It's a perfect, it's not one of these beers that we try, we've tried in the, on our shows, and it's, oh, I can only have one because it's just not that great. This is... Excellent. Well, Excellent. this is not one of those what I call like novelty beers. Yeah, that has uh, some kind of bacon in it or something. Yeah. You can have one just to say you had it. This is a drinking beer. Yeah, you can sit down, you can drink it, you can enjoy it. And another thing I like about it, uh, only uh, well, it's still pretty. It's six point three percent, so it's got a little kick to it, a little bit more than a Miller Lite, but it's not like your eight nines, which sometimes you get into those IPAs. Yeah, you can have two and then you can't see straight. Yeah, <clears throat> or three. I like it a lot, though. I made a good choice. Sometimes you never know. You go into these places and you just kind of go blind. This one I, I like a lot. This is, I think, the favorite beer that I've had in the show thus far. That we've yeah, had. this is this is very good. I'm right. very impressed. I've got two uh, snack choices for us. We're going to try both of them. You can decide which one we try first. All right. Now, these are popcorners. It's popcorn in the shape of like a triangular chip. Oh, look at that. Now, one of them is sweet chili flavored. The other is cheesy... <laughs> Jalapeno. Oh. Which would you like to try first? Let's try the one you have in your hand there, the cheesy jalapeno. I figure that's the one you like to yeah. go with, so I, oh, I had that one in my hand. So reach in there All and right, grab a couple uh, Popcorners cheesy jalapeno for you. It appears to be a white cheddar type deal, but uh, it could be something different. I don't know. What do you got? Mmm. Mmm, good. It's light. It's not overpowering. Now, I will tell you, same thing we talked about earlier. I would prefer they be crunchier. Yeah, they're a little soft. Because it's popcorn. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they can do. It's not a chip. i got to change my mindset. Yeah, they can't deep fry it. No. Uh, you know. I like the flavor, though, because it's not overpowering or cheddar or jalapeno. It's oh, very kick. good. Mm-hmm. I, I like, like it. it a lot. I can get those again. And this is the sweet chili. Sweet heat, my favorite. It's supposed to be, again, These are the idea that this stuff is a little bit better for you than, say, the, uh, the other chips, because yep. this is just popcorn. So sweet chili for this one. For some reason, to me, this is crunchier. Hmm. I agree. It's weird. I wonder if it... I don't know. Mm. They're both very good. I think I like the jalapeno a little bit more. I do, but this is a nice change. But I always use spicy stuff. They're very good. Very good. So, let's go down the line here. The uh, Soda Stream Cola. Mm. Three. I'm going to give it like a two and a half, because yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a yeah. regular soda kind of guy. The one potato, two potato Hawaiian chips. I'm going to give them a three seven five. Yeah, I'm with you. Three and a half, three seven yeah. five, somewhere just short of a four. Very good. Mm-hmm. A nice solid barbecue flavor and a very crunchy. Yep. And uh, how about the uh, popcorners, uh, the cheesy jalapeno and sweet chili? Maybe a three and a half, three seven five. Too. I'm with you. I, I, think... I think I. This is weird. I think I like the sweet chili a little bit better well, than the cheesy jalapeno. I think they're equally good. I mean, different flavors, but I think very good. 
and I gave the uh, Crowler of Lagunita Stupid Whip. You know what? I'm giving it more than a four. Four and a quarter. 4.25. Yep. yep. Very, very good. I'm impressed. Refreshing, uh, delicious, not too hoppy. But I, and I like hoppy, but every now and then you need a break from the hoppy. Only draft? Only on draft that Only I saw draft. there. Okay. That's this. Well, I can just go get a big-ass can. But the nice... <laughs> again, this was... I like the Crowlers, because you think... How much do you think... For them to give you the can, because you're just throwing it away, mm-hmm. uh, seal it up, and give you the beer. This is basically two pints, 32 ounces. What do you think? Like 10 bucks? It was like, I, I got two, one for Julie, a pumpkin beer that she was uh, okay. kind of jonesing to try. Mm-hmm. I got two for 16. Really? So really, I think. That's a good deal. Pretty uh, pretty reasonably that, priced. Like three pints? Or you say, 32 you ounces, say two pints. Two pints. Okay. Yeah, so two 16 pints, ounces So two piece. pints. Yeah. Well, that's not bad, because I mean, no. so you figure... You know what? Four four bucks a glass. Then yeah, that's and no. for, for craft beer for is craft not bad. Beer, no. no, and again, you're getting that can to bring home, yeah. so it's not. That's like almost like a keeper too. That's almost like a put on the shelf, kind of wash it out because it just looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Now, I love this technology. Like, is is there an industry, a food industry, that has benefited more from technology than craft beer? No, because everyone can do it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much to start your a brewery really in your house and. But not just that, the, the places that do it for, like, for oh, a yeah. living professionally, like think about it. Back when uh, I first started drinking and you for, apparently first started eating because you just missed your mouth completely. I, I did. That's about the <laughs> – it usually happens when I'm here. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just distracted. Remember back in the day, like you could tell the difference between beer out of draft, beer out of a bottle, and you never wanted to have beer out of a can because it had that tinny taste. Yep. Now not only is beer out of a can not tinny, sometimes beer out of a can is the best beer of all. Yeah, I need to get out of that mindset because I still have that mindset. I have a little bit as well. Because when you the mango in the can, which I was is amazing. I forget I forget what it is. The mango, the Ballast Point mango, yes. even cute. Oh, and you know I was like, you're like you, you want to try them again? Like, yeah. Then you put a can in front of me. I was like, oh yeah, because bottles used to be where it's at. Yep. And now I mean I I like draft. I mean I was always a draft. There's now, nothing better than a fresh draft beer. And you know especially when you have it at home, you control how cold. Because I need beer cold. I like, like it. Ice I cold. like it. You know I put my, I keep my at 30 degrees because that's like the freezing point for beer. So it's right right above the freezing point for beer. Because a little lower you know for beer and it's it's oh, it just comes out like 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 almost like a beer slush. It's, it's so, so good. Cold. It's so but good. But anyway, um yeah. So but yeah, I agree with you. The cans it's it's amazing how the technology has helped that in this industry. And it helps beer heads like us, yeah. you know. And you mentioned uh there's nothing better than a draft beer. And you are right. We went down to yards and I had uh and I love the Philly Pale Ale and I love their uh Cape of uh, Good Hope or whatever it is. I love all their beers at yards. And I, you know, I've had them all a hundred times, and I had an ice cold draft right from the brewery. You know, it's just made like the day before, or it just came out of the uh, kettles. It is so flipping good; it's amazing. My favorite time is when I kick a keg and I go to beer mart and you I pick, and, yeah, and I pick it out and I take it home and I, and I would it's like sit your baby. Up. I know, and then it pours. And it's like. Well, this is so nerdy. I remember the one time we went, uh, Julie took me down to Victory for my birthday, and uh, I came home and got a growler. One of my presents was a growler, and I filled it, and we didn't have the uh, kid at the time. She was uh, being uh, she was being watched by someone, but we still had the car seat in the back, so I buckled the growler into the car seat <laughs> so it was safe on the yeah, ride you have to You have to protect your beer. You have to show some love to the beer. And, you know, if you don't like beer... In this day and age, I think you're missing out. Yeah. All in all, I think we have a, a good batch of snacks here. This might have been the best show for snacks and drinks because yeah. we liked everything. Let me top you off here yeah, with yeah. Uh, some more of this. We, I mean, we have to finish it. The can is already open, yeah, so there's I mean, nothing we can do. Yeah, you can't. We can't let good beer go to waste. Oh, and then this is going to start off the evening, I feel. <laughs> Should be a great night. Yeah. I'll give you a little bit extra because I had a little more because I, I did a bad pour on yours. Oh. That's the thing. The crowler, when you open it, 
because it's so big and because mm-hmm. they have to seal it, there's so much room between the lip of the opening of the can and like the actual circular, or I don't know how to say it, the edge, edge mm-hmm. of the can, that the t- first pour is a little challenging. Yeah. Gets to be a little easier. Hey, listen. It's all good. It's a it good beer. Great. It's a great beer. Good beer. A couple of things I want to get into here. First of all, are you watching or have you seen any of the show on USA, Mr. Robot? I have. Uh, what have you seen? Uh, first few episodes... And that's when I started asking questions about the dark web and looking it up, what did it means, and then I stopped watching just because I had watched so much TV. So you saw the first couple episodes of season one. Yeah, and that was like a while ago. Season one, we just we just got into Mr. Robot uh, uh, probably this summer. So we caught up uh, on season one. We watched all of it. We adored season one. And we were, I was telling you, we got to finish this. We got to get it done so we can jump in and get in on season two because all I'm hearing about is great things about this mm-hmm. show. And let me tell you, all the hype you hear about season one, totally earned it mm-hmm. is a very good show season one excellent one of the best shows i've seen on tv and one of the most unique shows i've seen on tv in quite some time really 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 enjoyed it so season two and you learn some things at the end of season one i'm not going to get into any spoilers but you learn some things at the end of the season one that you realize that not everything was as it seemed and things get a little weird and it's just kind of uh it's kind of uh, out there and then season two while in season one they were dipping their toe in the out there, season two, man, they dive all the way in. Like they are uh, underwater swimming around in the weirdness, and there's all uh, kinds of like uh, hallucinations. There's all kinds of this is happening, but it's not really happening. There's all kinds of crazy going on in every aspect. And here's what I'm sick of with TV shows. <laughs> this is what I'm tired of with smart people and their smart TV shows that I need a freaking. Uh, guide to get through on an hourly basis because here's what I want to do when I watch TV I want to sit down mm-hmm. I want to relax mm-hmm. I want to have a delicious ice cold beer mm-hmm. and I want to forget about my crappy existence yep. for an hour exactly that's what I want to do that's the point it's entertainment take don't make me think take notes uh, Game of Thrones I love Game of Thrones, my favorite show on TV, and it, it it borders. It rides that line better than any show I've ever seen of being almost too in-depth, almost too complicated to follow. I'm okay. I don't need to know the character names, but if I look at a character, I need to know that character's basic storyline yeah. mm-hmm. and where they're heading and where I think they're going, and plot twists are great, but let me tell you, if I need to, like, when the show's over, if both my wife and I, and I'm an idiot... <laughs> But my wife is a, she's smart. She's, mm-hmm. she, I think she was the valedictorian of her class. She's wow. a smart girl. Why she she could have done so much better. Oh. But why is she again? If I look at her and I go, "What the hell?" <laughs> and she goes, "I don't know." Like something's wrong. Well, I must say with Game of Thrones, I had to like fa- like rewind a couple times. Like, did I miss something? Who the hell is that guy? I'm okay with that. I don't get it? Because you know why? Because I have a short attention span. Yeah. And sometimes like there's no commercials in Game of Thrones. Like I just need the pausing, the rewinding. Sometimes I just need to reset myself, and I'm okay with that because that shows so flipping good and mm-hmm. just just Peter Dinklage. I want to be friends with you if you're listening. Just call me. I feel like him and I could have a good time. In I Vegas. think he would be good on this uh, podcast. I'm going to I'm gonna send him a coffee. Send him a coffee. We're going to see if we can get him here. Hey, Peter. Yeah. Hey, Pete. Hey, Pete. I got your little guy. I got the little uh, yeah. the Peter Dinklage. He's right there staring at me over top of the... And Pete, you don't have to bring a snack. No, you don't have to. No. Kate does. You yeah, don't have well, to. Yeah, let's she, not get the... She dropped the ball. But, <sighs> I mean, I'm just so tired of these shows. And I know these, I know these writers, like all the best and the brightest. Remember back when we were kids, the best and the brightest like were public servants. And they ran for president and, and worked for the government or invented things that the world needed. 
Now the best and the brightest, because they don't want to do that garbage anymore because no one no one appreciates it. Mm-hmm. The best and the brightest go write stuff. Yep. And they and they come up with like entertainment stuff. Like there's a lot of smart people. There yeah, really is. There as much is. as we mock them, there's a lot of smart people in Hollywood writing TV shows. That's why TV is so damn good right now. But stop d- dumb it down. If you think it's almost too much. Back it off a little. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like they try to outdo themselves. Yes, and it, it gets annoying. It's like okay, just but you know, I watch TV and I watch like a first, like I watch a first season or so, and I go, you know, how the hell are they going to make this last for three seasons? I, t- I see all the time. I think ninety percent of TV shows are they have one idea, yeah, and they play it all out in the first season, yeah, and especially with dramas that have these like intricate <clears throat> plots and all this stuff going on, like I think they have one plan, and then the show's a success. You know what's the best uh, example of that? Hmm. HBO's True Detective. Oh, yeah. That first season, did you watch it? It was. That was with amazing. With Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, some of the best TV mm-hmm. possibly ever. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson oh, in that awesome. show were amazing, and you know, I I could I watched a couple episodes of episode two, and I love Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and I was like, I like Colin Farrell. Is this, that who it is? Yeah, and and yeah. And, and Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. I like all those actors. And I'm like, this is weird, and yeah. this sucks. We powered through every flipping <laughs> minute of that show. Why? Because we 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 kept going. It's got to get better. Yeah, and uh, we've come this far. Like one, one, even if it's just a short season of like ten episodes, yeah, you still you're invested. You got you. That's commitment there, man. I, I mean, because I watch two episodes of something I hate. I'm like, you know what? It's not gonna get better. See, I, I, I'm either a, I'm either a committed fan or I'm a sucker. Yeah, because I do stick it out. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and then if I don't stick it out, like there's a couple shows that I've and on demand does this to me all the time, where they were for some reason, uh, some networks only have like three or four episodes of their show at a time on demand and then you you kind of fall behind because life happens you get yep. busy mm-hmm. or your wife and daughter go like if it's a show that i don't watch with julie like i'll watch it while they're at school and then all of a sudden they have a couple days off and then i fall behind and then i go to watch it on demand and now the episode that i had that i had didn't see is gone yep so now i can't just jump in because mm-hmm. these are these are shows now that have plots like we thank goodness we've gone away from episodic tv shows where you could just jump in like the law and orders where you could just yeah. jump in at any time those yeah. were so mind-numbingly I don't like dumb that. i love a plot i love a story mm-hmm. but like blind spot i was into that show and all of a sudden i missed a couple episodes and they're gone and i so i just stopped watching the entire second uh half of the show see they had me at the naked lady with the tattoos who's uh yeah. easy on the eyes how you yeah. doing how you doing and i don't like tattoos either but mm, i yeah. like yeah she's well i like that she uh you know uh you know roughs it up with thor yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. What's her name? Uh, yeah. I don't know why Jamie Alexander. Yeah, uh, she. Uh, I don't know why that that works for me. Guess what? Didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it. They sucked me in. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. This chick is oh, they're gonna tattoos. <laughs> How you doing? And I'm like, no, no. I like the show. I, I guess, and you, I didn't just didn't care for it. You know. Do you watch the Blacklist? No, I've never watched. You never watched James Spader. No, I heard Here's, it was. I heard it was very good. It's very though. good. Here's why you got to get in on James, James Spader and the Blacklist because James Spader is awesome. What is what James Spader is doing for guys like us? The follically challenged. Mm-hmm. He is making bald and and more for me in this second part. He's making bald and old tough and cool. Hmm. You know how hard that is. I know. Do you know how many people have tried to make <laughs> bald and old tough and cool? Spader's the only guy who can no, do no, it. No, 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 no. We're gonna do it, Mike. No, we're, no, not. We're, no. We are. We are gonna do this. We're gonna make bald awesome. I just realized that uh, Robbie took his flip flops off. I did. I don't know why that weirds me out. I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up and I looked under the table and all of a sudden I just saw Robbie's flip-flops staring at me. I ain't putting shoes on. Screw this. 
I don't put pants on for this show. I ain't putting flip flops on either. <laughs> he is wearing he's wearing shorts. He just means long pants. Well, as far as you know, yeah. yeah, as far as you know, we haven't had that much. Here's to drink the thing yet. too. Like I was watching Friends again on Netflix because I just enjoy Friends. Yeah, Friends is a good show. But that season, I didn't realize this was on for ten years. Yeah, that show. Can you imagine writing ten years worth of content for those people? No, and it not getting. I mean, some episodes were like, eh. but I mean, you know what I mean? It was pretty decent and pretty fresh and pretty, I, I, I'm just, that amazes me that people can do that. My biggest problem with Friends is the entire uh, Jennifer Aniston, Rachel, and Joey storyline. Like, when they were together, yeah, I didn't like that. that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like, there was just something about that that I found so disgusting. Like, if you're going back and you were rating the most disgusting TV couples of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, two people who are so flippin' attractive, like Matt LeBlanc and Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. yet they are, that was so good. Like, I, I, I had to look away. It was, it was like, it was, it was just, it was like watching, um, I don't know. I, I, there's nothing I can compare it to. Well, when, when I remember when, because I was, what was that? Oh my, I don't know how long that was on, how long ago that was on. But anyways, when it was on, and I and Joey and them kissed the first, I was like, no, what about Ross? You know, it was like, I was upset. I was really upset. Or even Bruce Willis. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, but I, and I love Jennifer Aniston. I hot, do, too. Hot damn. Is, did she hold up well? <laughs> oh, my God. Send your cards and letters to Robbie Lowe. <laughs> Bring it. I'm trying to see. Uh, 222 M&R. When, when do you think the last year that Friends was on? 2005? 2004. Wow. Can you believe it's been... Uh, coming up on 13 years. That's amazing. Since Friends went off. The I air. remember when the last episode happened when yeah. Ross, when she got off the plane mm-hmm. and she was in the apartment. I mean, yep. it was just like I remember that. Wow, that makes me feel really old. Yeah, well, you ought to be me because I remember when Seinfeld went off the air. I remember you talk about shows finales, and we really went off on a weird tangent yeah, here. Sorry. Uh, you talk about shows finales that uh, were not a disappointment. Friends was not a disappointment. Friends finale was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I look at Seinfeld, which is still my favorite show of oh, all time, and that finale was such a hot mess. That, what did they do? I mean, I understand bringing all the characters back, but it sucked. Yeah, well, the, I don't mind bringing all the characters back, but the, I think the premise of them getting. Uh, drawn to court like they finally it was finally too much we're like that ah, no nah, it's yeah, weird. yeah it was bad yeah. I remember the cheers last I mean now I was really young but I remember watching the cheers finale um, I don't think I remember that one I remember watching the West Wing finale I love that show when Diane came back in the last episode and her and Shelley Long mud wrestled yes yeah and- yeah, uh, that's how I remember. No, Diana Shelley Long, her and Kirstie yeah, Alley. Mud that's Russell. how I remember. Damn it! Like, it, was, it we all. It was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> all uh, right, but yeah, but TV. Uh, stop. Okay, back to my original point. TV. Stop. Stop trying to be so smart. Try to just. Mm-hmm. I know you think it's not so smart because you're so smart, but dumb it down for the rest of us because I'm having a hell of like Mr. Robot. I've we watched the end of the last episode that just aired recently. Neither of us have any idea now what has happened for the entire second season. I like we're we're seven or eight episodes into the second season because of what happened in the final episode here that we watched. Neither of us have any idea what's going on. Hmm. Not, wait a minute. The only the only redeeming quality from the second season of Mr. Robot is that for an episode it featured Alf. What? That's what I'm talking about. What? Now I was excited about that. But that's the best part of it thus far. Featured Alf. Alf. That's freaking out there. It's out there. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Alf made an uh, appearance in uh, two parts of one episode. Two parts? Yeah. So he, wow. he Two appearances. 
Wow. Alf. So what are they going to bring back? Like Mr. Rogers? I don't know episode? if Mr. Like, Belvedere yeah, is coming I mean, in next. I don't know. Crazy. Webster, you you decide. I don't know who's wow. coming back, but Alf. That's, that's the weird. that's the only and that's the only I'm not and that by the way. <laughs> the fact that Alf showed up yeah. makes more sense <laughs> than anything else I've watched on See, that that's show. That's really freaking scary then. Yeah. See, this is why I See, watch what you guys don't know is twice now when Robbie's left, I've just leaned in. And it was great, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> you see, if you heard a dramatic pause, it was me leaning in. Yep, and I went, Ooh. <laughs> This is why I watch wrestling, though. By the way, wrestling makes more sense than that's than what Mr. I mean. Robot. I mean, you know, you know, it's just two guys and two women beating each other up yeah. because they don't like each other's faces. That's brilliant, ladies and gentlemen. It's brilliant. Speaking of wrestling, yes. before we completely get out of this, and I do have something else I want to get into here okay. in the last nine minutes. All right. Um, your quick thoughts on SummerSlam. It was decent. Wasn't good. Wasn't great. It was decent. The Rock. I'm not sorry. The Rock. John Cena and AJ Styles match was amazing. Um, Brock Lesnar's pissing me off now. It's a little freaking annoying. It, it's just really, really annoying. Like that he's so protected. And he's so dictating of how he wins matches. Yeah. He can't supposed to be the big guy. Well, stop taking estrogen blocking stuff. And yeah, I don't know. He's really irritating. And he's not that big of a draw to me anymore. It's kind of getting old. Getting old. You're you know? done with the Brock Lesnar. I'm done with the Brock Lesnar. Because I really thought Randy was going to win. You did. I did. I, thought, I had no doubt in my mind that Brock Lesnar. I thought was it was going to be some kind of quick RKO because they're really pushing that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, out of nowhere. Uh, and how about uh, Finn Baylor uh, w- winning and then uh, getting injured? And now Can he you had imagine? The no, you, you, uh. for those of you who don't know, just think about this. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to uh, feel bad for this guy. Finn Baylor, uh, or is it Baylor? Is that how you say his name? Baylor. Baylor. Mm-hmm. It's Finn Baylor. Uh, he was in NXT, which is like the minor leagues for the WWE. He gets called up. Right away, he gets thrown into the title uh, situation because he's a huge drawdown in NXT. And he, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he was their title holder for a long time. He was for almost a year, actually. Okay. So yeah. he comes up, gets thrown right in. He's going to get uh, into a match with Seth Rollins, probably the biggest guy right now in the WWE of the full-timers. He's going to go up against him for a brand-new belt on Raw. He wins that belt his first time out, and in that match, he lives his lifelong dream. He gets injured. He's about to go on what is probably going to be an epic title run yep. because he's so over mm-hmm. with the fans. That means they love him, and he gets injured in the match going to be out for at least six months has to come out the next night and give up his title and you know these guys get emotional i mean i understand it's 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 scripted and you know whatever this guy his shoulder popped out of his socket yep. twice during the match and he put it back in during the match so and he, he 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 pulled a lethal weapon mel gibson he did weapon. Yep, yeah. he did yep. and here's the thing you want to call it fake no one that's no, not fake who it's pre it's predetermined it's scripted yeah. and anyone who can knowing in this that's listening or and that I know can even do that no. I mean, can you imagine that pain you were in and finish the match that happened early on and wrestle 20 more minutes and not show any effects during None. the match he held with that broken shoulder yep. he held up that title which is uh, just whatever so, it's amazing very so cool I feel bad for him and, and that's in any sports you know you win and then you're out for yeah. eight months but can then, we all agree that the uh, Demon King thing is stupid yeah <sighs> It is, and they keep saying a demon king. It's dumb, but even like his entrance and all the, it's just dumb. The whole thing's dumb. It's dumb. Just come out and beat up the other guys. Dumb. Yeah, Yeah. you don't need that. I mean, even if you had the makeup, just come out. I don't even need the makeup. Don't, 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 don't don't cry. I don't like the alter egos. And then all the (laughs) and all the arm gyrations. It's very, um, you know, it's very uh, uh, ballet. Yeah. 
A couple quick things here. Sure. You've heard of the show uh, Catfish, right? Yes. On MTV. Basically, it's a new internet thing people do uh, where they trick uh, the suckers in the world. And you feel bad for the people because all they want to do is uh, they're looking for that special someone. You know, Mm -hmm. and you do feel bad for them because they uh, get caught up in the internet world and people kind of uh, string them along and make them think they're in love and they're in a relationship when really sometimes they're just portraying another person or they're just not being completely honest. And usually the person who's being catfish catfished gets their heart broken and there's a whole show on mtv based around it the movie was actually very good i don't get into the uh tv show i think there was a documentary that started the whole thing wow i think the the catfish documentary is what spawned the uh series well it turns out and i really have very little sympathy and maybe it's because i'm a jerk uh i have very little sympathy for this guy there was a fella and he thought for six years that he was dating Katy perry Six years. Six years. Now, the girl he was actually having an online relationship with was a woman living in England, a young woman who was scamming him. But for six years, this regular dude, despite the fact that Katy Perry over the last six years was married <laughs> to uh, the uh, that, that loud, uh, annoying English guy mm-hmm. who I can't, whose name escapes me right now, Brand, Brand something. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and he, she dated John Mayer mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. and is now, uh, uh, you know, a boarding, uh, wakeboarding, naked, naked with, with a naked Orlando Bloom. Yep. Uh, in the press, openly, she he thought for six years that he was dating Katy Perry. You know. Now, I, again, I know we should feel bad for this guy, no. but Robbie, no. I don't. It, and that was a coming closer to me, and I, I like that. We should. I, I enjoy that, by the way. But I, I don't feel bad either, and you can call me a jerk, but I'm sorry. I mean, you, come on. You people. have to realize at some point that you're not. Come on. Yeah. I mean, just even anyone in this catfish situation, are if you are with a relationship for months and years and months and you don't meet this person, wake I'm willing up. to give uh, like a regular person dating a regular person online the benefit of the doubt. And I realized, look, I was lonely. I really was. I get all that. And it's just I feel bad for the – I feel kind of bad for the guy. But once the lady goes, no, I'm Katy Perry. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be some red flags that shoot up. So. I mean, I don't understand. No. I, I don't understand this – people in this internet the internet dating is always escaping just i oh yeah if you can't meet people like just i mean if you just want to get you know yeah but you know i i get the online dating it's just i was never good at i was never good at dating period but to think you're dating katie perry here's what she said she went on sirius xm she said my heart goes out to him actually anybody who's been fooled like that people have dreams and people live in different parts of the world where not everything is always so accessible we live on the coast and we get stuff in a way that some other people don't get and i feel bad for him so i don't really like to indulge in that because my heart like would die i don't know what that means but that's what she said so the katie perry impersonator said that that's what katie perry actually said oh katie perry said that that's actually Katy Perry. Well, God bless Katy Perry. Yeah, she's a sweet girl. She is a sweetheart. Sweet, she's dating sweet Orlando girl. Bloom, which I don't understand. No, I mean that. I mean, if it was like, if it was, if it was like ten years ago when the first uh, Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I would get it. Yeah. What have you done for me lately, Orlando Bloom? <laughs> well, apparently he uh, went. Uh, well, I don't know. I uh, saw that picture. Naked. Uh, You're not impressed? Nah, I didn't see the picture. Makes me the feel park. good about myself, ladies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Send your letters to Robbie Lesser. <laughs> I send your letters. And uh, real quick, you mentioned Ocean's 13 a little while ago. You, uh, We talked about this. They are making a, a female version of Ocean's 11. Now, you roll your eyes. Yes. I was anti-female version of Ghostbusters. Yes. 
I'm not anti-female version of Ocean's Eleven. Here's the thing. The Ocean's Eleven movies were great because of the actors who were in the movie yes. and because of their chemistry. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because of the characters. Yes. Can we agree on that? Correct. I have a I, I, I adore George Clooney. Like if if you could be one guy in the world, why would you not be George Clooney? It'd be him or Matt Damon. Or Brad Pitt. Or yeah, I mean any of those they're guys. They're so cool. And they, mean, they look ugh. like they have a great life. And it's I have a fantastic life, but let's face it, George Clooney's doing better for himself. I don't got George Clooney life. No, I don't have a George Clooney life. So I, I love the actors and I love seeing them together. It's not necessarily the characters. Like with Ghostbusters, there's something about Peter Venkman. Yeah. Ray Stance. Like, mm-hmm. while it is the actors, it's those characters, yeah. too, I grew up with and I grew up adoring them. I love the Oceans movies. Oh, but for them. me, I'm not upset with the fact you get Sandra Bullock. You get Kate Blanchett. You get Anne Hathaway. A little less excited that Rihanna's in the yeah, movie. Yeah, what the hell is that? But you get Helena Bonham Carter. Mm-hmm. You get Mindy Kaling. And now there is talks that Sarah Paulson who's a very good actress. She's been in uh, American Horror Story as well as uh, she was on Studio 60 in the Sunset Strip, which I liked a lot. Uh, She is going to be joining that cast of Ocean's 8, not Ocean's 11, Ocean's 8, which is going to set, uh, which is going to start filming in October and be produced by Steven Sodenberg, the director of the uh, Ocean's trilogy. I just hope they do it right. I mean, I, because I, I watched 13 last night, and, yeah. I, and actually, I like 13. 13's better than 2. 13 and 11 are yeah. uh, on par with each other. Two is two, Ocean's 12 is not very good. Yeah, but 13 and 11 are just so good. And yeah. It's just the last scene at the end where Damon and Clooney and Pitt are sitting in 13, and they're sitting at the airport, and they're watching Benedict on Oprah because yep. they scammed him and donate $72 million to the... I mean, if you haven't seen those movies, please, God, go watch them because they're so good. They're skip very, 12. very, very good. Go, yeah, skip 12. Skip watch 12. 11 and 13. Yeah. Don't worry. You're not going to miss anything. And oh, I just, like, they're redoing The Mummy, too, and with Tom Cruise with Tom in it. Cruise. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, really? I, I just, Hollywood. Now, we were just talking about this, about writers are so brilliant. They yeah. are brilliant. So why are you redoing all this stuff? And I get technology is better. You can think you can make the movie better with technology. I get it. But... It's remaking the big blockbusters like The Mummy and stuff like that. I have a real problem with even Ghostbusters. But this, I feel like this is just going to be, it's not going to be a remake. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a new movie. And if if they, they don't want to have to call this Oceans anything. This is going to be a heist movie with a bunch of great actresses. Like, I love Sandra Bullock. I think she's clever. I think she's cute. I think she's, she's good. And I, I, if they do it right, I think it can be done. I hope... There's an appearance though. By George? By some Brad. By someone. Even if they're just passing or on the strip. Damon or something. Like I hope and I hope it's in Vegas. Yeah, I mean there's hopes I have for this. So I think they'll be good. Again, I'm not as against I was anti. So anti. I'm so glad it bombed. The Ghostbusters. I am too. So glad it bombed. As much as I like all those I like Melissa McCarthy's hilarious. Kristen Wiig hilarious. I like those two other actresses, Leslie Jones and yep. Kate McKinnon from SNL. But you know what? I was just against it because that movie was something special and it was those guys. That made it special. To me, it was the theme of Ocean's Eleven. It was the chemistry. It was the camaraderie. If they can repeat the chemistry and camaraderie, this will be a fun movie. So I feel like Anne Hathaway and probably Sandra Bullock are probably the Pitt and Clooney. Yes. I, I'm guessing those two. I would say Bullock, Clooney, Hathaway, Pitt. Yep. Who and would be Matt Damon? Maybe Sarah Paulson. Mm. There you go. I, I don't like know it. what Kate Blanchett does, but hey. Good actresses. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not as against this one. Yeah. So there you go. I think this is going to be good.
Another so. episode in the books, 222 with Mike and Robbie. How can they get in touch with us, Robbie? Uh, follow us on the Twitter at Mike and Robbie, uh, on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, and email all your complaints about my lewd comments this week, 222MNR at gmail.com. He's been Hit us studying. Up. I have been. All have the plane a ride. fantastic week, everybody. Uh, you and I are going to go to the fight in Phil's tonight. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're, we're going to do it up. We're going to eat at the buffet, and then we are going to watch some baseball. Yeah, come say hello. I might throw out a first pitch tonight. Look at you. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm definitely talking on the field. Have you ever spoken on a stadium mic? No. <laughs> the first time you do it, you sound drunk. Oh, okay. Because of the uh, reverb there. Oh, They're yeah. Coming right back at you. Yeah. You're like, welcome to. <laughs> I hear myself a second later. It's the worst. Ladies and gentlemen, our Mike Keller is a famous, he's famous not. person he's in, not. in Brooks County. He's a doofus. No. But he's your doofus. They love him. Robbie, have a great week. You got anything to say to these people? I uh, love you. I'm, well, I'm glad to be back. I mean, Caitlin, you did good, but get out. We'll have to keep back again soon. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.